Hello, and welcome to episode number 212. What? Oh my god, we missed a couple weeks, but uh, uh, we are back this week uh, with a uh, WandaVision-filled episode, and we discuss the future of media, I guess is what you could call it. Uh, you're going to notice something very obviously in this uh, difference between the audio of this intro and the audio that audio of the actual episode we had to do this uh completely from a zoom recording that i have converted and uh imported into the audio program because uh my audio program was not functioning properly uh when we recorded this podcast so we went with the zoom recording so thank you to charlie for recording this zoom recording uh yeah uh we're probably gonna be doing some more of that just to uh, balance out some audio things so that uh, maybe we sound a little bit better. So you're going to notice that the reverse of what usually happens, usually it's it's Eve and I who sound uh, really loud and clear and Rich and Charlie who sound a little fuzzy. This time it's a little bit the reverse. So that is the big difference in this episode. Uh, as always, even though our episodes aren't coming out on a super regular basis, uh, there's going to be some... Uh, updates and some cool stuff happening. So do uh, keep track of us on uh, at NerdPro on Twitter. Uh, also, my personal Instagram. I hate to plug myself, but hey, who cares? Here we go at Martin Jamie C on Instagram. Uh, there's a lot of artwork that's going to be going up uh, and some pre-production on the comic book uh, probably in the next couple of months, uh, and maybe some video stuff. Uh, some old video of the podcast and also a new uh, venture, uh, video venture that uh, probably won't start till the summer. Maybe might not even start until the fall, but that's another thing that's going to be happening. So many things that are coming up, so we should have some more regular episodes. Uh, sorry, we missed you for two weeks. Uh, we might even have a sponsor. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. In the meantime, enjoy this episode, episode number 211 of the Nerd Pro Pro Podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. So, uh, I'm assuming you're caught up with one of it. We yeah, finished we just, it. We just finished. We, we were, we were did, you, did you watch the after credits? Yes. Both of them? Yes. Yeah, we, okay. made, we made sure to stay through. We were trying to watch it last night, but we both Passed were passing out. out so, bad. We, we couldn't <laughs> miss it, even pass the first quarter the episode so but yeah we just we just watched it and it was it was pretty awesome did you get the two movies they the two movies that essentially they they plug in the after credits uh well dr strange definitely yeah yeah and what's the and captain marvel and probably captain marvel too as well because yeah. right yeah she's going she's going up to see nick fury that yeah. that's who that's right. I like how they used in the end end sequence the uh like if you didn't pay close attention, you wouldn't notice that they play the opening chords of basically the theme from the Doctor Strange movie. Mm. When she's like floating in, in her way. astral form. Uh yeah, the the music that's playing in the background is like the first handful of like notes I to mean, the Doctor Strange totally theme, so I was just like, "Oh, okay." So he's—they're not, not going to have him actually appear, but they're definitely making a handful of references yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, I guess my so I guess I had like a couple of questions. The first was, sure. 
when the series opened and we were looking at the town of Westview, there were local police officers who told Jimmy and Monica that there is no such thing as Westview, it's Eastview. So how is the town when it reverts back after the hex has been, you know, pulled back, how did it revert back to Westview? So wait. The very it's always beginning. been Westview. No. Yeah, but, but it, it was manip it was manipulated into being Westview. The street signage. No, it was always Westview was yeah. always a place. Yeah. It's just yeah, I, I, no, I vaguely remember when Monica, when Monica, when Monica and Jimmy approached the outside of the hex from the first time. Yeah, there were two police officers. Police officers who had been mind convinced that there wasn't a town there. Yeah. So she did that. Prior they were standing to the right by the sign. Yeah. How did we? And they didn't see that the sign was there. They had been hexed to believe that yeah. there wasn't a town there. No, they. How do we know that that's the case? Because look what you, she did to Agnes. Her what she can her magic is not tied directly to the actual you know hex um, system in the city. So what she could do is actually individually uh, mind wipe or change a person without having to tie into the status of the actual city, which is what happened to those officers at the beginning of the show. So she just went over to them and told them, "Hey, you will." not know that Eastview, uh, Westview exists, and then you're gonna do your best to turn anyone else away from entering the city. So she did oh, her okay. magic to change them right, and their that view. That doesn't even make any sense because, I mean, obviously, or I would assume anyway, the re there, it's just a red herring that there was a, an F that there was a, uh, you know, FBI witness protection witness <laughs> in inside the town like that that was the original thing that brought jimmy there which right? that was never solved uh, exactly kind of... yeah right. they never resolved that like what like his, like the original reason for going there was that there was some witsec you know person who needed to be who needed to who was there and was not you know pulled out or whatever and mm -hmm. then the agent and then the police officers were saying that there is no such town as westview is eastview I don't see how that would do anything to keep people away. If anything, it would make people more curious, would it not? Well, I mean, they're cops. I mean, I mean, the idea is that you're not going to challenge the cops unless you yourself are part of law enforcement, which is what happened with the FBI and Rambo. But I'm assuming typically people would just like listen to the cops and just go their merry way. Like that just didn't make any sense to me. I, I don't know if we ever solved the red herring or unless it was just a red herring of, you know, who is this person that they were trying to extract? It could be, well, it could be, so there's a couple things there. Uh, number one, it could, it could have been a red herring. It could just be something that uh, it was just a means to get Wu there. Mm -hmm. It's just a writer trick to get woo there and it isn't actually important that the win you know there's a witness protection person as in that the witness protection person might actually be still be there but they're not important quote unquote for the show that was just like a mechanism to get woo to be there so that you could have that character be part of the narrative 
Uh, the other theory is that person could come up later. They just didn't weren't part of this narrative. Uh, it could have just been an oversight by the writers. Uh, the other thing is it's the fact that like the cops are there and that when you're saying that like that would make people more curious, uh, there is like it is also a, tr a trope that if you have a town that is enclosed like that or is uh, there's all kinds of ways, especially if you're dealing with magic, it's, there's always the trope of the hidden city, the hidden town, the town that's there but doesn't exist. Uh, th that pops up a lot in a lot of different, like, I mean, I mean, the biggest example is Themyscira in the DC universe is you can get there by accident until, but for like hundreds of years, no one knew it was there because it was hidden, hidden by like a magical shield. I mean, I guess like, I, I appreciate that there would have been some mechanism to try to, to try to obscure it and, you know, yeah. down, but I'm just like, there is very clearly a glowing structure in the fucking sky. And well, it wasn't glowing at the beginning of the season, though. Right, and like somebody's somebody's gonna start asking questions, and like Jimmy and and you know Monica got close enough to really see like this is not correct. Sure. Like I just I don't know I I just didn't understand like the power that you have to create a world like that. You didn't have a better like nest camera. <laughs> to be fair, she didn't purposely do that. I mean, the idea is that you want to show that she's just emotionally unstable and with her powers, she didn't know what was going to happen. She was just there to find out the spot where uh, Vision sent her and she didn't anticipate that emotional reaction that triggered the entire, you know, city being, you know, you know, turned into a hostage. So, I mean, I don't think she foresaw this. She she didn't plan this ahead. She was just like, oh no, hey, no, no. I mean, I'm happened. not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that she like. Clearly, what happened? You know, the creation was spontaneous, but there had. I just think that there had to be, as time went on, there was a more conscious effort to secure the space and i'm and i'm just like it just felt a little rinky dinky the way that they were able to get into it it just well, felt we would have a show if you know i mean it I, was foolproof. that who was able to get into it like she has she has a, a modicum of control so here's a so when i when you texted me with some of these questions it was like all right, do, do, do you want me to get into the whole thing of how magic operates in various universes, not just the Marvel universe, because there's a lot of, it's very similar, like, so there's all kinds of tropes when it comes to magic, and, like, chaos magic is one of those things, especially when it comes to Scarlet Witch, even in, like, the comic books, where it's just, like, if you're looking for some sort of, this is how this should have been done, it's just like nope, that's not how chaos magic works. Well, tell like, me. it's uh, it's there. Well, it she is, doesn't know how chaos so magic it's, it's, works. Yeah, yeah, like it's like Scarlet like, Witch or, or Wanda doesn't know how it operates. But even like in so the thing about the way that operates in various universes, depending on in the DC universe, it's different because you actually have like uh. 
like entities that are like entities of chaos magic. I don't know. Uh, Eve, you probably know more about, but you know, there's, I don't do no? okay. magical things. I mean, the, okay. I, I don't read Shazam is like the focal point of like the magical universe as well as, you know, Constantine. And I don't really pay attention. Well, no, no, there, the there most is, I know is, about magic so, is from Sabrina the misadventures misadventures of sabrina that's it so, you know so in the dc universe and also in the marvel universe apparently they're they're pulling some stuff here chaos magic is incredibly powerful but it doesn't have any because it's literally like you're harnessing chaos is the way the in the dc universe this is the way they do it is that like you can do a lot with it but unless you're like actually like an entity of chaos you you have very little control of like how it's actually executed, mm. and that's basically what happened with Wanda. It was like she can create this whole world, and she can exert a certain amount of control over it. But because she's literally using chaos magic, it's gonna do things that she can't predict or control. Yeah, and so which is why at the end, Agnet, uh, Agatha is like, you have no idea what you have just but here's like, the thing what makes her unlaid. so special is the fact that she could do things without knowledge i mean that's the contrast yeah. between herself and agatha agatha had to study obviously she had some tricks up her sleeve and the only reason why she was able to go toe-to-toe with uh scarlet witch you know for as long as she could is because she actually studied what's the same thing with dr strange but what we've seen from uh, Wanda over the course of her MCU stint is the fact that she just could just, she's just so adept at it that she doesn't need to know what she's doing. She just say, hey, I want you to not remember. Or I want to like brainwash you. She just does it without actually having to know the actual mechanism or, you know, the formulas of how to do that. Well, I mean, I don't see there's any randomness. She's able to accomplish her goal she just doesn't know how she does it. It just, it's by will that she's able to execute. I mean, it, but she almost, in some ways, she's sort of like where Agatha was at the beginning of her journey. She didn't know how she was accumulating all this power too, right? Like when Agatha was tied up on the stake, it felt like she was saying she didn't understand herself how it was yeah. she was able to accumulate all this power. So she made this concerted effort for centuries to hit the books, right? And and yeah. study, and study and train and and you know accumulate you know continue to accumulate power but also continue to accumulate the knowledge. As a Cumberbitch, it didn't take that long for uh Benedict Cumberbatch to learn all of magic cuz he's pretty awesome actually, you know. Well, also his took brain him like, like a 15 minute montage of him studying. That's it. Good good for him. He's a genius. Because Cumberbatch is the shit. Sure, he's the he's he's the master sorcerer, mm-hmm. and she oh, apparently is did... more powerful than he is. He looks yes, because like she is candle. But go on. So, so there's two things there. Uh, number one, the Darkhold is a whole thing. Had a whole uh, subplot in, or a whole main plot. I actually think in a, in, in an entire season of Agents of Shield. Just that you're FYI. the one who saw. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one who watched. Uh, it wasn't even a good arc either, so it's whatever. It was um, involving Ghost Rider, I believe, right? Because that was yeah. the se- season they were yeah, yeah. No, Ghost, Ghost Rider. Yeah, like, not like, writer, the PBS. No, not. Oh, the, 
got invested. I got invested. That show was the shit. Man. That was appointment TV back. In does not. Got, by the way, which by the way does not hold up in any way, shape, or form. What? It's not what uh, it's about, baby. It's not what it's about, baby. <laughs> it's how you remember uh, it. That's what it matters. But, uh, yeah, the reason why she's more powerful is that, like, it's what I was saying about, like, chaos magic is she's literally, like, now an embodiment. Like, she's... When she's saying... They're saying, like, the Scarlet Witch in, in the MCU, they're creating a whole separate thing of rules for the mcu as far as how magic works in the mcu but uh but yeah what they're implying is that like she's like a literal like a, a magical embodiment of chaos is basically okay and then essentially like happened to be strolling around doing her little magic thing and then she's like oh this is interesting let me stick my head in no it's uh so Again, it's like it's a trope. It's whenever there is a massive point of power, especially if it's magical, and this is you see this, like I said, it's it's a trope in any universe in which magic exists. Anytime someone uses a huge amount of magical energy, it attracts other magic users to it. Which is why I thought that that Doctor Strange would actually show up. Because you would think that, like, with all of this going on, it would send off some bells. You wouldn't have at- Cumberbatch for a TV show. There's no way. Oh, well, oh I would have wow. expected, expected you him. You think so highly of this young man. No. Because, no, no, no. He, it, so, I mean, unless it's PBS and Sherlock, there's no way you'd get him for a TV show. He looks like a potato. No, no, no. You, fuck, you shut your fucking mouth, have- man. You, fuck, you, shut, you shut your mouth. It's Cumberbatch. Res- put his respect on his name. Put respect on his name. <laughs> I totally expected him to When he up. gets, when, listen, if he got a better face, maybe so. Maybe I would. You know what? It's not about the face. It's about the acting chops, all right? And well, he has that. Some of those too. And then maybe we could talk. I will fucking cut you. You and Rich are on my shit list. Okay. What did I do? You, don't, make me say, don't make me say my thing again. What? About a certain person who you worship, who is who? Oh, we all found out she's actually really, really, really bad at something. Agassi. <laughs> but she's no. she. She's a he. Oh, uh, Beyonce is a terrible voice actress. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> I don't want to see. I am not. <laughs> Look, just because someone is really incredibly good at a, a lot of stuff doesn't mean that there's one skill set that they, they can't the be bad at. see Charlie, she's going to fucking cut you. I'm just letting you know. Oh, she's heard she's me say this you. before. I'm not... Look, incredible entertainer, incredible singer, Ooh. not a good voice actor. It's a different skill set. She doesn't, she doesn't have to have that skill set. It doesn't make her any less. Do not have that skill set. Oh, man, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, mm. See, I think, so this is, this is where I think that you are mistaken. I don't think it makes her any less of who she is, the fact that she's not a good voice. She doesn't have to be. She's not a voice actor. It's a very specific skill set, and not a lot of people are good at it. 
most of the people who were who were voice acting in that in that movie, by the way, were not good. Anyway, so you know. What movie? Jamie, you are brave. The Lion. The King. Lion King. Oh well, yeah. I mean, Jamie, you're brave. Not... I mean, I, want... I will talk shit about Agassi. I will never talk shit about Beyonce because that woman. I'm not talking shit. I'm not talking shit. I'm saying it's not a skill set she has. Rich, shut the fuck up. You do not want to join Jamie. Just I'm shut the fuck up. I'm not joining anyone. Okay, just so you know. <laughs> She's about to look at you. I was like, are you about to say, dig your own grave? Mm-mm. I have nothing against Beyonce. You better keep saying that. I don't that. either. Keep saying that. I don't keep either. That. This is what happens when you, when you, when you deify people. You, you, you don't allow them to not be good at things. Jamie. What? In traditional settings, Charlie is weak as fuck. But when you come at her, her goddess, she'll turn all She-Hulk on you. I'm just letting you know. I studied from Wonderful. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Big mouth on that. Oh, oh, here's 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 here. Jamie, I'm going to stop it. Oh. Oh, stop it. Oh, not so not so fun when it's your person, right? Not so fun when it's your person, right? Not so fun when it's your person, right? It's all good when you attack our people. It's all fun and games. It's all cool when you attack our people. Well, but but oh, we I say one thing about Beyonce, which actually isn't so bad. She's incredible, amazing. She's a goddess of everything else, except being a voiceover actor. Is on the same plane as Beyonce. Is that what you He's want? not. He's not. He's not. He's not. No. He's not. Walk out of here. He's not. <laughs> Walk out of here. <laughs> your, your people. Why don't you pick somebody that could be in the same conversation and I'll respect it. You you, you. Uh I'd have to pick someone. I'd have to pick someone who does uh all of the things that Beyonce does. There aren't that many people. Exactly. I'm saying that there's one thing that she isn't good at, and and that's 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 so terrible that she's not good at something that she actually hasn't been doing her entire life. She doesn't have to be good at it. It's not in her. It's not her skill set. It's fine. I wouldn't expect Benedict Cumberbatch to be a a really good singer. I wouldn't. I would not expect that. Y'all some risky bitches, I'll tell you that. <laughs> risky bitches in this. But movie. anyway, <laughs> I did love the. Oh, the, oh, the and nods. I do know someone who's actually in her same, not as fame. Well, no, not at this point, actually, probably as famous and a better actress, Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet over Beyonce, all day. Sorry, although in fairness, would be no Jan- Janelle without Beyonce. I will give you that. But Janelle's a better actress. She's the Kobe. She's the Kobe to uh, Beyonce's Michael Jordan. I'm just saying. That's, that's, yeah. That's a good, that's a fair comparison. Uh, but going back to WandaVision, I sure. did love some of the, <laughs> uh, I, I just want to like diffuse the situation because uh, I don't want Charlie to keep throwing daggers at you through the screen. Let's, let's, Let's go back. We all love each other. We're here for Rich. 
we are here for it. We yeah, we are it. here for it. <laughs> <laughs> as he cowers, as he cowers under a desk, like it's a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> What's happening? Oh boy, uh, the whole. I loved like the two Wizard of Oz references. Like yeah. I cracked up. I cracked up when she threw the ch uh, the the car at Agnes. I was like, oh my gosh! I can't. They are really embracing the whole witchcraft. And they did the boots. The boots was <laughs> the, the boots was a nice touch. Oh, but also so, um, uh, what's his face? Quicksilver from the X Men universe. Boner. Is well, the Charles in Charge thing. So I remember great. Charles in Charge's best friend was Stabone Boner. Yeah, I giggled when I heard that. So he's just like a regular dude? Was it Growing yeah. Pains? That was another okay. unfortunate bait and switch. It's another unfortunate bait and switch. I know, that was, that was, that I just felt like there was no reason to do that then. There was no yeah. Unless they make that pay off at some later point, that was a, that was a bad. Bait. But people had a hype this show for too long. They were expecting, you know, Luke Skywalker level cameo appearances when no one mentioned that. I mean, they had to like, you know, deflect and just like keep people guessing, you know. I thought it was going to be someone else, honestly. Even when I saw the back of his head and I saw the gray hair, I was just like, is it going to be old man Chris Evans? Is that who it's going to be? Like, for a split second, that's who I thought it was going to be. Who? Uh, old, man. old man Chris Evans. Oh. That, like, Cap was going to be the one who shows up. I mean, it would it might have been a nice way to help you know, I don't know if there isn't going to be any connection between that and um, the next Marvel series that's coming out, but that could have been a nice little bridge. Yeah. Uh, I also, whoever wrote the 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 line um, for Vision, what is grief if not love persevering? I was just like, oh, you deserve a fucking yeah. <laughs> something for that. Yeah, the lighting. <laughs> the <laughs> the just I got oh, to that. that. I was just like, amazing. oh. That that whole scene yeah. where where uh, Vision and White Vision are like that riddle are are yeah. settling things out and getting an understanding of where they both stand was interesting and I'm I I I'm curious as to what lies ahead for White Vision. He's still around, right? Yeah. And does he have the memories from before? That's what it, well, se it seems yeah. like. It seems like Vision implanted it into White Vision. Yeah. He has all of, he now has all of Vision's memories. Mm -hmm. And he, including the ones, yeah. including the ones that basically were created by Wanda's like little mini pocket universe. I and, guess is what we would call it. Like he has an understanding of, of how it came to be that he exists. Like White Vision now knows how he, why he exists, how he exists. Yeah. So he's highly informed. And at least yeah. the series leaves it open for the idea that Vision will come back in what form no one knows. But, you know, yeah. between... Sure. Between Wanda's ability to conjure and a version of Vision, oh god, that was very wordy, but but a version of Vision that you know is physically in the world, like yeah. there is there's a way to do this. Yeah, Vision can still exist as long as it's through Wanda, basically. 
so does this is there any news of a season two is this it I don't probably know. not there probably isn't going to be a season two. is they uh, the feeling i the feeling I get is that, that there isn't going to be a season two of any of the show. They're all... Uh, I like what they're doing, though. I mean, it feels like they are, you know, they really are, now that they have a, a television arm, they really can create a universe in a way that film kind of limits you. Yeah, and, you and, know? and, and yeah. Well, they, can, they can exist as... Uh, as a con as a connector between uh different phases of the mcu so like right now sure. between three and four right so these how many phases are there sky's the limit we will be so so far i mean so far that are planned we we will uh, that they don't have we'll receive information as it is as they choose to give it to us mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, no, no. Uh, so far, I mean, we know all of the movies that are coming out for Phase 4. We even know uh, two movies that are coming out, uh, or at least we know one movie and possibly one show that is coming out for Phase 5. Phase 5? Yeah. It's that far already. So what? when they did... So when... When Marvel did their, when Disney did their big Marvel announcement thing, they basically announced all of their Phase Four uh, movies. Uh, they did promos for all the shows, and they showed pre-forgot. They showed some show uh, clips and behind-the-scenes stuff for Miss Marvel, which is probably not going to be until end of phase four phase five uh and at the big marvel event they also brought out mahershala ali and said it said this and basically said meet the new blade yeah what yeah yeah well, you didn't so he's this. gonna be blade but that's not until phase five <laughs> and, and you know you have to consider that get that mahershala you have to consider that and you know marvel's going to hopefully roll out uh, the X-Men in a way that... That's what was the Phase biggest five. disappointment. I was, yeah. I was really hoping that there was like a No More Mutants or a reverse of No More Mutants. That's, yeah, I was... But I guess they're going to save that for a feature film, I think. I mean, I, like I'd had a friend who, um, who had that theory that like, oh, if, if, this, is, if this is the new Pietro, then there is a way that like you can introduce the mutants. It's a nice, you know, it's a nice way to make that happen and finally have an- I mean, they still, so here's the thing. They still introduced a couple of ways. It wasn't gonna happen in the, I don't think, like that was the thing. It wasn't gonna happen in this show, but they definitely introduced two concepts that, uh, could they introduced him even though it's it was essentially for this show it was a bait and switch mm -hmm. uh but the fact that so two things the fact that like wanda is like this ridiculously powerful and that it's chaos magic and we know there's a multiverse like all of those things can and we've seen 
like the Pietro from the X-Men universe, even though, like, like we said, it's a, it's a bait and switch. It is a way that they could weigh down the, it is a, it's a seed to plant for way down the line. Yeah. But to, to do what, to have mutants seamlessly integrate into the MCU or just like bring them over from a different universe. What's Doctor Strange's uh, first name? I've always wondered. Steven. Steven? Yes. Ew, that's sad. Uh, it's, so it's, it's, it's both, I think. Just, I think they're going to do a little combination of both. But if you do a combination of both, that means you're going to acknowledge the shit show that is the Fox movies and you don't want that to happen i mean you may want to like they they don't have they don't have to acknowledge the whole so they're uh they can pick and choose what what and who they want to bring over and how yeah like they can just decide that that was you know something that happened but it doesn't exist yeah yeah, this, like you could, I mean, if they're introducing a multiverse through Doctor Strange, you can just easily uh, bring about the fact that, you know, or just create an underlying narrative that mutants always existed in a parallel universe. Yeah. Yeah, but how does that affect the MCU, though? Well, that's, you know, that's... Because what you what you could see is try to build off of what happened at the end of WandaVision. Because you saw with Wanda, someone with great power, how a lot of the humans of the city of Westview distrusted her. If you could just, like, build off of that, where there are more occurrences of, like, superheroes gone bad, you know, maybe you could just, like, gin up that hatred for the... I don't know, the introduction of new forms of the young generation of mutants, like a first class, only set in more modern times, mm-hmm. you know, where you have a young-ish Xavier, a young first class of mutants like Cyclops, Iceman, the original cast, the original characters in the X-Men universe, yeah, and just have them be heroes, but not tie them to the multiverse at all. Maybe we could see them only in the uh, Doctor Strange movie, but, you know, find a way to trigger some sort of massive event of energy that infects humans where they develop the next gene. I mean, we saw the blueprint with, you know, but but I still... I think that's what, that's how they're going to, I mean, I don't mean like, so I think that's how they're going to get the mutants eventually anyway, is it's going to be, uh, I think, I think your friend is still going to be, end up being right. It's just going to be further down the line. I want to wait though. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I want the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Marvel, Marvel, I want- Marvel. John Krasinski Disney, and his wife Disney to has be said, uh, in the fast Disney fast has fast had forward. hinted. Disney had has hint had hinted that that mutants and the Fantastic Four weren't going to show up till the end of Phase Four or beginning of Phase Five. I know, but you could still hint at it. You set up the groundwork for that to happen. No, that's fucking what I'm saying. Is that they're doing that Richards. now. They're, they're doing that now. Like they just planted a seed that that like John Krasinski would Wanda be- might be. And honestly, him and his wife, perfect coupling. 
And honestly, John Krasinski has shown some range. Jack Ryan, nobody thought he could do that. And he's- he's Who says? There were were people who felt like they so associated him with Jim Halpert from The Office that they couldn't see him being a a kick-ass dude. And I was like, I don't know, man. He's got the build for it. He built up. He built up. Somebody hit that gym, and and he st- he stands up real fucking straight. He's like, and, no. and people people forgot that what's his name who played Shazam, like because of all this stuff that he played in the past, forgot that the dude is like six three, like he's a giant dude. Who's wait, uh, I'm the guy, the guy who played Shazam. I'm forgetting his name. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Eli. Oh. Levy, something like that. Eli Levy, yes. Zach Levy. Zach Levy. Who 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 was in the Thor movies? Oh, like yeah, this guy. Yeah. I mean, he's nothing special, but for that movie, he was a perfect casting for that. Yeah. Yeah, Um, but what I mean is, like, is that like you have guys who you get used to them playing a certain character because, like, he is not played, like, a superhero-type character, but it's, like, you just forget that some of these guys are, like... I was like, yeah, you can hide that, actually. <laughs> Pretty well. Like, I mean, the fun, the hilarious example is is uh, uh, the guy who plays, who played Cheedy. <laughs> surprisingly, oh. <laughs> surprisingly buff Cheedy. Like... <laughs> On, on the good place. The good on the good place. And then he and then he took off his shirt and you're like, oh, I didn't know you was working with that. Okay, okay. I well, And that's the thing, is like the way you shoot something somebody, I mean, the joke is always, and they've never really done this in the movies, except for except for Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. I think is the only one who's done ever really done this. Is in the comic books, especially in, uh, I think it's like Superman, All-Star Superman, the comic book, All-Star, All-Star Superman, there is a, the reason why no one knows that Clark Kent is Superman isn't just because he puts on a pair of glasses. It's because everything about him, from the way he walks, the way he talks, even his, like, his posture is completely he's different person. when he's Clark Kent. He's a different person who, if you squinted, has a passing resemblance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where And in the movies, I, I bring that up because in all of the live-action incarnations of Superman, uh, Christopher Reeve was the only one who he was so much a different person when he was playing Clark Kent than when he was playing Superman. And none of the other actors have gotten that. Have been able to do that, uh, and that's like a you know credit to Christopher Reeve. He understood that. Whereas like none of it, you. I mean, come on, fucking. What's his name? There's no way he's convinced. Cavill. Well, and, he doesn't have the range yeah. too. And secondly, but it's also because jacked. because they thought he's of, too fucking they, jacked they, to hide underneath. Well, it, it's, it's not just that. It's, the Hulk. It's, he's they, like breaking through. They 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 treated Clark Kent as an afterthought. Like he's not really Clark until the end of Man of Steel. It's just like, yeah. well, because you treated Clark Kent as if he was an afterthought to Kal El, yeah. and he's not. He's as much a part of who that person is. I I, I must ask the question again. How? What has Marvel figured out that DC has not? 
it's the different patience. philosophy. You, it's I not really, just patience. patience. I don't. I don't think that you. I don't think that DC could do what Marvel is and has been doing. And I. And I feel like, listen, the the worst Marvel movie is still a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. But, but here's the thing: Warner Brothers have had successful stints when it comes to their superior films. One, two. Warner Brothers never had the incentive to create a connected movie universe. Marvel had to. No, they but they have created it. They, they did create a. They did create a universe, they though. They did create a. They did create a connected universe, though. We're not talking about the animation. We're not talking about the animation. No, I'm not talking about the animation either. There, there is a version of the DC universe that is a connected universe and a the continuity. TV shows. Arrowverse, the Arrowverse, yeah, yeah, but we're not. But that's it's a cohesive. However, it's you might feel stakes. about the quality of all of those shows, it is a cohesive universe. Yes, but I think what Charlie was trying to talk about is why doesn't it? Why is hasn't the DC properties been successful in the box office, and why haven't the plan worked? I mean, the problem with DC, they didn't need to make it work. I mean, Marvel had sure, a plan yeah. to create a connected movie franchise something that's never been done so like this they could profit off of that because the comic book industry at least marvel comics was suffering this is before disney bought them so they need to yeah. make something uh, uh, provide a well no, no it was actually just after disney afloat. bought them no they bought them oh, after no, 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 no. a few movies they bought them after a few movies like the first oh yeah it, yeah, yeah yeah it was it was because paramount, did not paramount was it. those first three movies Yes. Paramount was those first three movies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney did not want to buy it until they could confirm that this this direction would work financially, and that's when they bought Marvel. I mean, but Mar- but D- Mar- Marvel had to make these movies work, so that's why they had to connect to the universe. And on top of that, what what would make a movie studio want to create a connected movie franchise? I mean, there's no incentive. Also, no also, one has ever done also, that before was, in the past. Also, it was luck. It was luck. Yeah, a lot of it was luck. There was no reason to think that Iron Man was gonna be as successful as it was. Yep, I that was when before that movie. Because even remember, when the previews, even when the previews were coming out, there Iron was no Man, reason to think. The aside from Spider Man, no other Marvel property would ever reach the same plateau as a Superman or Batman. Remember, Iron Man was a B or C level character in Marvel. Yeah. No one would have ever imagined it that movie to be successful, but the perfect casting with Robert Downey Jr. just made it work. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. like, like they really whoever does the casting is like yeah, that person working. deserves all the kudos, right? Like they really find the right person but you know so there's that but it's almost like like the cinematic universe that they're that they have built it just makes so much sense to me that i'm like how did no one but also how how was this the first time that that happens because because to me in some way like you can have segmented franchises but everybody loves to see the crossover yeah but right like even even look in the horror world everybody has always talked about like well what would happen if freddie and jason met up and the movie was like fuck it let's do that right like the idea of creating this like universe where 
you can have individual and collective franchises to me it's like that has just always been there and it was just for somebody to really like discover it and refine it it was it was a lot of it was luck because i i have to come back to that you know why because people always forget how if you think about when iron man came out everything about that movie was a risk yeah even robert downey jr robert downey jr at the time that that movie came out he wasn't Robert Downey Jr. anymore. He had some problems that he needed to climb out. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. He was a risk. He was a risk. Yeah. As a star of that movie. For many like, years, he was a risk. What, what, what Marvel had, the advantage that Marvel had, despite all the risks that they were taking, was that they were uh, experienced in creating interconnected storylines through the comics. Well, that's... Yeah, like, that's... I guess that's, like... like that exists in, in all the in a bunch of the other comics too. It just so happened that so if Iron Man w- hadn't been a success, uh, none of the other stuff would have happened. Yeah, no, it's true. No, I mean yeah, it, it is true, but it is, but there is again this sense of like, yeah, the comics are and are a universe where there's crossovers and there's and yeah. there's and it's just like you could have just made a movie about any one of those books, right? If you really, you know, if you wanted to test it out, you could have done it. Like, I, like, I don't, I don't disagree that Iron Man, you know, as, as somebody who knew nothing about any of these characters, really, sure. I, you know, outside of, you know, Ghostface Killer of the Wu-Tang Clan really being invested in Iron Man. Um, outside of that, like, you know, I didn't know what I was going to get into and I was like completely excited by it, mm-hmm. you know? So I yeah. get like a lot of it was a fluke, but it also just feels like you've been creating multiverses and you've been doing all of this already they, and you just- they, I mean, they also, it, at the end of Iron Man, they were like, it was almost like, just in case this is successful, we're going to stick this tag about the Avengers on the end of the movie. And it just so happened that Iron Man was, yeah, that Iron Man was successful enough that it was like, oh, okay, now we can build on this thing we stuck at the after credits. And before that, in and Iron like, Man, but you have to remember, before that time, I mean, the only major box office box office success was Spider Man. Sony did that. Yeah, I mean, they've they've had well, some X-Men successful movies. X Men, the X Men universe too, to up a to lesser a point. extent, and then Blade was a good movie but it was never the box office hit that it could have been but that's where we were at that no, time no it was it was it was but uh but not, Marvel didn't not put on their spider-man name on. level not on spider-man levels it was not a success. yeah it was i mean the first two were solid but it was not a box office success in the same level as an x-men or spider-man remember x-men was sure fell behind what spider-man had to do and marvel already sold their top cream of the crop characters so we would yeah. not know whether or not the connected universe would work and whether or not the characters that they would field would you know relate to the people you know in the box office sure. they would want to see these people in the movie theater so there was like no guarantee no guarantee i mean it's like people always considered these movies to be like kids movies you know, no one would ever imagine adults 
families would want to con- continually see these things over and over sure. and over again and, well, and become billion dollar franchises. I mean, it just feels like, you know, yes, there was luck, but I also feel like they have figured out how to like write better, cast better, shoot better, connect, like everything that you have to do to do all of this, they've just figured out how to do it better. Yeah, and, and I'm yeah, like, and they figured out, how, you know, even to the point of real life, like, yes, they learned their mistakes. They sold off some marquee players because of financial need or whatever sure. at one point. And so they've learned some mistakes. They're bringing it all back into the fold. That's fantastic. But it just feels like, how uh, you know and and i appreciate that like they did away with their netflix series just to say we're gonna bring we are gonna control everything i i appreciate yeah that, that well that was netflix they they just couldn't afford disney anymore <laughs> they could no, not afford no, they, but, renting but also, those characters yeah but i also think that you know again if you if you can see how if you see how well you're doing these aren't just financial successes, they're critical successes. Like, like Black Panther was up there at the fucking Oscars, dog. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be a Ben Affleck Batman. But to be fair, no, it's, it's, just it's, it's the problem is who was the people starting this out? Marvel hit the hit it a home run when it came to Kevin Feige. DC, yeah. Warner Brothers, they got screwed. We got Zack Snyder, and also, also, Zack if you Snyder remember, not a good in, visionary. He's just not, for the he's first, not a good writer. For he's phase not a good one, for phase one, if they had the Marvel Seven, which was like all of like, which was Joe Casada and like those. I forget who the seven people were, but there were seven people who worked for Marvel, in who also had worked for the comic books, who are now working for Marvel Studios in Phase One. That were basically like the brain trust of of like here's how you keep everything connected, yeah, yeah. and cohesive. Because to me, and DC had never had that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, even had this conversation to death about like, yeah, you just didn't have a Kevin, you don't have a Kevin Feige at 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 Warner Brothers. We had a Zack Snyder. What DC, what what not not DC, but Warner Brothers has had is that. What what Marvel was successful at is having directors that can play nice with one another to look at the bigger picture. What you know, Warner Brothers has had arguably more marquee level directors, but they sure. but they have huge egos, right? I mean, Warner Brothers yeah. had Christopher Nolan. And Christopher Nolan produced the Dark Knight trilogy. Now, I'm willing to bet that as great as a director as he is, he wasn't going to like play nice to have his movies be part of a greater universe. I, I don't think... Yeah. But he had a plan. But the thing is, unlike some directors, he had a plan of what, how this character would go through. He had no intention to make nice with another director yeah. you know, and make sure it tied in. Yeah. Listen... I don't mind Christopher Nolan because he did not pa- did not sign up to make a connected universe, no. and I think he did this before. And that wasn't even an idea Marvel did at the time. I think I don't. Yeah. I don't think at the time anybody like for whatever reason it wasn't. It, it was you know it was there, but no one had thought to to use that as an option, right? Like for whatever the sure. reason, and 
you know, and even if it was an, even if it was an option, you're, I think you're right too. Nolan ain't the guy to, to, to play in a collective sandbox. I think, I, but I think Rich is right. What they're, what they did was they, they picked quote unquote marquee directors. Whereas everyone, like all the, the really successful, really great Marvel movies have all been from directors and writers who were worked on stuff that was way smaller yeah. before they did Marvel stuff. Yeah. I mean, think of fucking Iron Man. Well, like John, John Favreau. Favreau. Like John Favreau and, and is like, wh- like everything about Iron Man is like, where did that come mm-hmm. from? But to be fair, it we're did. talking about Zathura, Marvel Studios. Zathura. Marvel Zathura, Studios. That's where everything small. came from. Marvel Studios were small at that time. They could not afford yeah. big marquee directors. They needed well, directors. But, but even to further take down chance. the line, look. But look, look. Uh, even further down, I mean, Thor is the exception. The first Thor movie is the exception. Because uh, that's Kevin Branagh. And, Ke- uh, and look, uh, Kevin Branagh is like, he's the Shakespearean dude. Mm-hmm. So he's the exception to that. But even like, however you might feel about the Incredible Hulk, that's Louis, I love that. uh, I love Louis Lettery, Lettery, who just did like you know he, did, he does great action, action films. He does great action. Films. Yeah, I love him. He did great. Uh, the Bourne film. Fucking what's his name? He did Guardians. Uh, also had just done small indie movies before that. Or Ragnarok, Taika. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but to be even fair, Ryan Coogler, need, even but, Ryan Coogler. But to be yeah, fair, I mean, you needed directors who would follow along the plan, <laughs> you know, who would toe the line. At the end of the day, they can make a movie, but they're basing it based on the plan of a Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige is a massive plan, and this he knows what's going to happen with all of these characters. Like, like at this point, now it's a self fulfilling prophecy because at some point, like you see that arc of like oh, Marvel has something that nobody else has. And if you are a talent, you're going to go there, right? Now, all of a sudden, you've got Oscar winners and, you know, and, and, and Oscar nominees wanting to move over to, to the Marvel world. And who do you have? You got people ending, you got people ending, uh, ending uh, a, a massive show maybe a season or two early because they want that sweet sweet disney money i mean i didn't know who the russo brothers let's were. not talk about dnd let's not talk about those guys yeah yeah right i'm rewatching game of thrones and it's hurting me because i'm loving sure. these, the first yeah i mean like, at this six point, seasons but at this point it just feels like you know if if you are, you know, a marquee actor and a marquee director and Warner Brothers comes to you for their universe and Marvel comes to you for theirs, I feel like it's kind of a no-brainer in which direction you would go. Like, now it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, depending right? Depending on the character. Sure. Depending on the character. I mean, do you, know, do you know who they really... Do you know... Like, I, even though I br- it's on a much smaller scale and I said however you might feel about the shows, do you know who is really the Kevin Feige of the DC universe, if you want to consider, like, Arrowverse? And even by a further extension, the guy who produces all of the DC shows, Greg, Greg Berlanti. I was just going to yeah. say, 
He, what does he do? Greg Berlanti. Honestly, so like Greg Berlanti is like a TV. I don't know that he's done film, um, or, or but he's a TV producer who like he creates. He, like, listen, every teen show on the WB when we were when we were growing yeah. up, that was him. And I don't know how he he went from Dawson's Creek to creating the DC universe for the CW. Like, I don't know how that happened. For, for the television, basically. Yeah. Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn, all, like whenever you see uh, Titans, however you might feel about Titans, uh, all of the DC TV shows. Mm, he's the guy. And, he's the guy, yeah. You know, and it's so weird because it's like... By the way, Doom, Doom Patrol is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> And, it, and, it's, and I think that like this, th- that CW association is, I think, what makes people think it is kids that this is for. Sure. Like, like, like it's like it's. But, but, but that's why I brought up Doom Control, Doom Patrol. If Doom Patrol was for DC Universe and that's him not having to. And that's also Berlanti, but it's like that's like, you know. R-rated violence, and mm. I, I think someone did a count. Uh, so, uh, what is his name? Oh God, from the mummy, the mummy, the guy who was a star of the mummy movies. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is the voice, and occasionally shows up like actually live action. He plays Robot Man in Doom Patrol. Someone did a, I think, a count that. Like in three episodes, he said the word "fuck" eight hundred times. Wow! <laughs> like, because it it's just part of the character. He's just always angry, and he's just always dropping the f bomb. It's yeah, it's that show's great, by the way. But I can't. The problem, I, can't I mean, the 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 reason why there's such a huge disparity in terms of success, I mean, ultimately falls on leadership. I mean, Disney knows yeah. how to make movies. Yeah, they they inherited a lot of the foundation from Marvel Marvel Studios, but Disney's know how to make movie, uh, make successful films. AT and T, which owns Warner Brothers, they are scattered. They're not organized at all, and you can see that. I mean, it's that's the problem. I mean, you don't have people in leadership roles who one respect the characters. I mean, at least I Disney respects thing. Marvel. To your to your to your point, I don't know that a telecommunications giant should be in the entertainment space. Yeah. It's a weird, sure. you know, it's like, you know, it's a very weird thing. Like all of us who are AT&T subscribers, I don't know about you, but I get emails every other day about like, go watch HBO Max. And I'm just like, you're not who should be selling this. Mm-hmm. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like AT&T to not AT&T now sucks ass. I just don't trust AT&T. I've had I subscribed to AT&T now because I thought it was a good service. It was just terrible. Overpriced the service is shoddy. I just AT&T is just shitty. It's too big. It's obviously soulless. Um and they're just so disconnected. They're just looking at the bottom line but have no idea how to get there. You know, they want to get that Marvel money but are completely clueless and are have no respect at all for these characters to allow them to get yeah, to this because, point. Because because I think there I think there's a much to your point there's a much better marriage between one entertainment studio and another entertainment studio working it out, right? 
that that has a better chance of of survival than like a telecommunications company like i i don't know what your i don't know what your i mean and also not for not not for nothing disney itself if you're thinking about like the animated stuff yeah, fucking disney. i mean pixar aside pixar aside disney is its own was its own universe mm-hmm. like mickey and all those characters are part of an interconnected. So it's just like yeah. they've actually been doing that for a hundred years before they even bought what Marvel. Like. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just like I just I, I don't I, I agree with you. Like, I don't know if they if it's if it's really Warner Brothers time Warner's intention to to move into that space. I don't know how or why they let themselves be bought by AT&T. Yeah, well, right? Like outside outside of having the cash and sure. and, and and outside of, you know, developing platforms that force your content into the into the into people's homes. Like AT&T customers, we get HBO Max for free. Well, because you haven't, because you haven't signed up for it, but you could. Be nice, Rich. Be nice. Charlie will share her access with you. Just be nice. Say the right things. Right, but but what I'm saying is like. Beyonce is a god. Just remember that. Keep saying that. See, Eve, you're gonna be my boyfriend next. You make sense. Well, um, I'm sure he says that. No, I don't, because you know what? I have issues about Andre Agassi. Remember that. I've got no. I have no problems talking shit about him. I, the point a of- god can still be a god even if they're not good at something Eve, we were doing so well why are you out of why you why you, i, I, I want to remind you my why stance you about Andre to the chaos magic fucking shit up and just not, <laughs> why you gotta be that dude i'm sorry no, i'm sorry no i mean <laughs> I, you know, I just, I don't know outside, like all AT&T can do is give you reach for your content. I don't know that they're going to actually help you or give you the infrastructure or the space that you need to produce it. You know, like, I don't, I don't know that you have the creative partnership that you need and that seems to be where they're suffering. They don't have the creative strategy, vision, or partnerships. And they're also probably not properly managed at all. I yeah, mean, like, to me, like to me, like to me, as a company, it, it's there's an infrastructure issue. There's there's a talent issue. There's there's a lot, and I'm just like outside of the cash grab. And the and you know part the only thing about AT and T is cash and being able to put yourselves in people's homes. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Once you have done that, what are you going to put into my home? And you don't have a plan for that. So like, so I don't understand. Whereas the Disney Marvel thing was like, oh y'all about to be dangerous. Because you have, because you can, you will produce the things that people want to see and you can make us pay for a platform 
because you're because you're gonna have the things we want to see. And they can self-correct if they fuck up. Exactly, and they can they can self-correct, and they can and they can turn all all the mistakes that Marvel had made in the past with the way that they sold off characters and so on, and the shitty movies that happened. That's okay because we can fix. But I, I wasn't even referring to that. I was referring to like like oh, you can hand off an entire universe to a different group of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, Catherine Kennedy, you keep fucking up the Star Wars movies. Well, we're just going to hand it to John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Well, she's still in charge. Who seem to know what they're doing? She's still in charge, what? and she's still in charge. And I think Favreau and Filoni has managed to save her job. Yes, you know, I think yeah. she's not going to change. I mean, she's still going to. I'm all for women leading, mm-hmm. but I mean, I was unsure about her ability to let Favreau be Favreau but she was smart enough to let smart people run the show, create content, and she did her job. She was saved by letting those two guys do their thing. Yeah. yeah. And, but it looks like from all intents and that they might be the people who are like, they haven't like officially said anything, but like there it's been floating around, but like they're, they're the people, those are the two guys that are going to be in charge of star Wars. now. Right. I mean, and she's going to be the boss. And that's how it is. She's just going to have less input in what they do. I mean, yeah. all, all I'm like, so I understand that Disney rates are about to go up. So, the, so they're going to actually start to try to get more money out of people. And I think people are more willing to pay for that, right? To be fair, I'm, I'm paying 12 bucks for Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. It's a fucking bargain. You know, I find that it is more valuable than my current Netflix subscription. And I love Netflix to death. Netflix is one of those yeah. services I will never cancel. Yeah, and I'm going to, I'm starting to view Disney plus as another service. I will never. Cancel. I think the, the, the top three yeah. that people will be, have, will have a very difficult time doing without are Netflix, HBO max and Disney. The rest are, are going to struggle. To I, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna question HBO Max because outside of doing like reboots yeah. of certain sitcoms and like listen, HBO Max is the place where you can watch HBO shows the next day. So as long as they produce shows that people want to see, okay, fine. Outside of doing reboots of Fresh Prince and all of that stuff, okay, fine. Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> Life is good. But, yeah, but here's the thing. But it could be better. I, one, it's it, it's valuable just because it's free for AT and T Exactly. That's all it is. And that's the difference, right? Is like I don't. To be know, fair, they they have good content. You they have good content. Yeah, but but it's but it's yeah. back. But it's back content or reboots of stuff. They Watchmen. Watchmen was that, an amazing that's a, right that's an hbo property it's not it's right like it like it's no it, 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 hbo max on there hbo max is the place to watch hbo shows that aired the night before it is the place no, there's, there's some original stuff on hbo max is pretty good though. it's the place to watch a reboot of gossip girl and it's the place to watch wonder woman 1984 and lovecraft so, country Right, H- uh, it's an HBO. Falls in, falls in with the HBO. Right, HBO uh, television shows. 
I'm saying the movies, like, if if you had to pay for HBO Max, right? Like we we have it for free because we're AT and T customers. If you had to pay for HBO Max, I don't know that you would. But you but you have just said Disney depends is- on what you want. Mm, no, see, I don't I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that because I, I and the strategy we do pay with the premieres with movie premieres going directly to HBO Max, that's a bold move that I think is working. It is a bold move, but but like, what was the first test of that? From COVID. No, what was the first test of that? Yeah, but- but It was an absolute success. However you might feel about the quality of that movie, that was a success. And financially, as far as eyes on screens, as far as eyes on screens, that was a success. And plus, there's it doesn't matter movies. how you feel about how good or bad the movie was. As far as pure eyes on screens, that was an absolute success. Right, but how many? But how much money did it really bring you? From from how much fi- how much financial success did it give you? Well, it's gotten more that's going to be the real question. It's better than nothing because these movies would have been wasting away not being displayed. How Warner Brothers is leveraging this to get people to subscribe to HBO Max. Yeah. If it's, is it long term? Yeah. No, but if it's if the, people subscribe for a month to see a movie, that's a, a value of a ticket sale right, right there. But Hun, like I don't know how many subs- people are AT and T subscribers. You've eaten your money because well, we, you and I didn't pay for it, and Rich didn't pay for it because he has my account, right? So like, and my mother didn't pay for it because she has my account too, right? Like that's why I'm wondering how much money is there really to be gained because I would be willing to bet most people are not paying for it because because in some way they're in the AT&T family already. Yeah, but there, you have to pay for Disney Plus. But not everyone's on AT&T. I mean, and I not think a, that a yeah. lot of people are curious everybody. to see some of these films. Tom and Jerry, Black Messiah, upcoming. No, 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 no. Like, no. Here, here's what I would tell you. I, as someone, up, that's a big I don't personally up. pay for HBO Max, but as a household that pays for HBO Max, what makes that worth it is the library that they have access. Yeah. Uh, I have to say it is to keep me subscribed. Yeah. I mean, because I you, you're, to pay for so here's the thing. It, here's the thing. It's not just, so you're just thinking about HBO as if it's HBO. It's not, it is everything that comes out from for HBO, everything that comes out for DC, what used to be DC Universe. DC yep. Universe is going to go the way of the dinosaur. That was a separate subscription service. That's going to now get folded into HBO Max, which means that anyone who is a DC fan of anything DC, and that includes all of not just the movie releases, but all of the animated releases and all of the TV show releases yeah. are now all... So Doom Patrol was part of DC Universe is now folded it's now when you see the beginning the doom control intro the first thing you see is that hbo it's hbo max original even though technically speaking doom Doom patrol is not an hbo max original it is now framed as that plus you're you're also uh discounting the fact that uh hbo max now also has uh access to the uh criteria 
uh, animation uh, studios. Crunchyroll, the Crunchyroll collection. Yeah. The yeah. Crunchyroll collection is a is 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 in and of itself. So I just looked it up. Uh-huh. Will sell people who don't want Crunchyroll, who don't want to pay a separate thing for Crunchyroll, will get all of the additional content that they had that they get with all of the HBO stuff. Plus, they'll get the premier Crunchyroll stuff. Right. I'm curious about the financials because I just I just googled it. There's a hundred million AT and T customers, and not every one sure. of them is eligible to get free HBO sure. Max. But that's still a lot of people who can get the account and who are then sharing it out with other people. Sure. And so, and so from a financial proposition, I'm like, you've put, you've put this into everyone's homes, but no one's really paying for it or not enough people are paying for it. Like there is no real way to get a, to get Disney for free unless someone's willing to share their account with you. This is sure. where but there is a way to get HBO Max without for your own self without money ever changing hands. But here's and the thing. AT, this is a success for AT&T because you have to be an AT&T subscriber or something like that. Right. So if, if that makes you sign up for their plans for, to them, that's a win. Right. Because but you're in their ecosystem. I don't disagree. What's the win for Time Warner? It doesn't matter. They're their AT&T's yeah, bitch. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I don't think it matters. It's their AT&T's bitch. I don't know. It just this, is, this is where to me. AT&T is very myopic. You know, it's like yes. the bottom line for AT&T yes. subscribers and fuck Warner Brothers or whatever the case may be. I, I mean, mean, it might. I mean, Charlie, you might be right that in the, in the long, long term, it might mean that five years from now, HBO Max holds as a thing. But, but we'll see what happens. Or they have to start looking at those 100 million people and saying, you have to pay for this now. And... I don't, if I have to pay for it, when I have a thousand, like we, I do believe in subscription fatigue too, right? We're like, we sure. just can't keep paying for every mm-hmm. single aspect of your entertainment life. I might have to look at HBO Max and say, I will only be there when there is something relevant to me. I have to admit, I was paying HBO Max before I had no qualms about, about that because I was enjoying the content. Before you told me about the fact that at t subscribers uh, could get free, and I thank you for that. Thank you for that. Hell but yeah. I did not regret the money because I, was, I, I felt the return I was getting was good. I loved the services. I loved the, I loved the fact that I was able to get my DC fix. I was able, like Lovecraft Country, I was there's also a ju- There's also a ju- I love like, those content. And I know that HBO also, is known for good quality TV shows. And it's movies. not just that. Keep in mind, unlike, well, no, the what it has in common going for it, like Disney Plus. I mean, Disney Plus has a new content advantage. But what HBO Max, what I was saying before, is they have a back catalog that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like there's stuff that you can what you can't watch literally. There's stuff from studios on HBO Max that you literally cannot watch anywhere else. And I don't know how big the appeal of that is for people who aren't me, 
But like the fact that they have the entire, almost the entire Toho back catalog, which is some of those movies are impossible to find now. Like, and the fact that I can just click HBO Max and watch like uh, one of those old like Toho samurai movies from the seventies, like. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, maybe I'm downplaying the content, but I am questioning the the business strategy of. I mean, sure. HBO. I mean, over the years, I've always heard good things about HBO producing no, movies I, I, and yeah, TV I, shows, I, and though I, they're always critically acclaimed. You know, I Game of Thrones was the only show that got me on. There is, you know, the Westworld. I mean, it's a little iffy, but that's a show that people that grabs people's attention. Yeah. And HBO will have future products that will get pe- you know people to talk about their shit. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like it's a huge risk. And I know that HBO will provide more content in the future. They definitely will. And I'm pretty sh- I'm I'm pretty sure that. Everyone who's getting HBO as part of their subscription, I don't know, as part of, as being, just by being AT&T customers, that's, you know, that's, that's going to last for, that's not going to last forever. Uh, there are, there are, you know, the pe- customers will have to, you know, pay up for the regular or some kind of subscription fee down the line. That's what they're betting on because the, they, they know the power uh, the of their content and it's only like you said it's only going to grow uh yeah i don't know about that because they need something to differentiate themselves from the likes of a verizon i don't know verizon whether or not they own you know movie studios yeah. but if at&t could say that join us and you will get free hbo i mean people would love that yeah and they can do that as an introductory kind of deal yeah like at some point i they can't at some point i do think the party's gonna be over yeah and you know a hundred million people or some or right or some variation of that right okay, because free hbo max for a year and then no you know like like i will but have so far has it been a year so far it's just yeah. been free hbo max it's, i hear i think when at&t showing up like of fan their coffers is through AT&T now. I think prices have Which, increased. By the way, They've by the, always by the way, in terms of increasing pricing. I think that's how they're going to try to like fatten their wallets by jacking up the prices for their. So, uh, so just just to give you the opposing the opposing uh, example, when you sign uh, my mom now has FiOS TV. Mm-hmm. One of the promotions of FiOS TV is that you get Disney Plus for a year. Oh yeah, I saw that. So, and then you have to pay for Disney Plus, but like I think that's that's just how they're going to they're going to have to figure out some sort of promotion, similar promotion. They don't future. own Disney. So, of course that that's going to be the case and um to, for that to work, Verizon must have like ponied up some money to Disney to make that work. But yeah with yeah. AT&T I mean they already own this I mean this could be like the, no, I the, think, the I topping think, on the cake I think the hopes don't need up money to Verizon why because Disney? I, I think it's I think, Disney and I I don't disagree but I think that listen H what the HBO Max AT&T relationship means that you just you just automatically have customers 
So Disney, right? So Disney's like, well, then let's do the same thing. And at least, even if it's for a year, let's create a promotion where we it'll will... it'll suck people in. Yeah, right? a short period like, of time. Let's, let's force let's force ourselves onto people's screens, and in a year's time, we'll see whether or not that that whether or not that was useful. I think it was the other way around. I don't know. I it think could be, but but itself. I also but I also think I also think that that's what's going to happen. That is what I think maybe AT and T is betting on with with HBO Max. Yeah, is that there will be enough people who will still want HBO Max who are attached to AT and T that when oh here's the little fee that we charge you to keep HBO Max. That is what they're hoping for. Yeah, I, I honestly, however yeah. you might feel about that, I actually think that they're going to be able to, I think that's going to be successful, honestly. Yeah, because look, they're betting that people- I don't get it through AT&T. When, when Dan moves out and I don't have HBO Max anymore, I'm going to get HBO I'm never going to get AT&T, but it's I'll pay for it. good HBO. service. I love the shit that they have, you mm-hmm. know? You know. It's the catalog. It's the catalog. Putting aside the new stuff, Mm-hmm. coming out the new content i know i mean we're aged out so like i know that we all might be less concerned i mean the constant new content thing might be uh what other what's gonna be the 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 make or break thing i think for other people about hbo max for me the selling point for hbo max is not the new content it's the back catalog mm-hmm. i want that back catalog I'll pay that monthly fee to have access to that back catalog. Yeah, see, for me, a lot of their original content, because I've been checking that out, and their original content, whether it's from, you know, from HBO before they went streaming, or even the the original HBO Max exclusives, they're all very good. So, I mean, it's HBO. I mean, over the decades, people just trust the shit that come that is associated with that property, you know. And I think everyone will always gravitate that as the premier channel to have, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that shows that used to be on DC Universe are now carrying the moniker of HBO, I think for the people who have HBO Max, it's going to pull people to those shows as well, and those shows are going to become telling. And by the way, that's who Apple TV Plus is actually competing with. Mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus is really, I don't think they're competing with all of the streaming services. I think they want to go after HBO. They want to be HBO. Yeah. They want to have yeah. that, like, mar- that mar- Oh, that's obvious. That's uh, clearly who they're trying to be. They want to be the, the marquee destination. Mm-hmm. They're not there yet, but they're close. They're they're kind of getting there with some with some of them. No, they're not. There's nothing. There's nothing on Apple Plus. There's nothing on Apple TV. I want to watch. Yeah, that is flat true. out. Yeah, I agree. I don't disagree. I agree. I, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm not convinced. You, you, I thought you guys were gonna watch uh, my boy Ted Lasso. Well, they uh, he, we, he I won, will. won some awards the other day. We you? we have until next January when when okay. my subscription runs right. out, and then I'm not gonna pay. <laughs> I mean, don't listen. Do not wait. This I'm not steering you wrong. It is a good, feel good uh, TV show. You will I don't not be led. Now, is is it? 
I mean, it's the one good show on uh, Apple TV Plus. Uh, I am definitely gonna cancel my subscription. That's for sure. You know? I think it's just to like get people to like pony up another. How how much is it? It's like five dollars. Like dollars. five five right. Like like it's not. It the the only appeal of Apple TV is that it is so it is so cheap. It's negligible, right, for most people's budgets. But like, sure, you know, listen. If HBO Max was five dollars, everybody would be in on it, regardless of <laughs> you know. Whether there is a they, rumor that they they're considering a uh, a cheaper tier, that HBO is considering a cheaper tier. Sure, ad supported. I don't think so. I think it might be like a more restricted, more restricted content, and it'll, it'll probably not include the brand new premieres. Yeah. Like at some point, like I'm paying for everything. Something's got to go. You know, and you and I feel like I I fear like we start power ranking what you're willing to pay for because you can't feasibly pay for everything well welcome welcome to the welcome to the new media flat landscape cable's dead yes which is a good that's that's yeah yeah, like and and that's that's exactly that's exactly what's going to happen for me there's going to be and there's already winners and losers prime because i buy a lot of shit on amazon Mm -hmm. so that's never going to go away it's going to be netflix you know i it's just like one of those staples uh, now it's Disney Plus, and I think it's just at Disney Plus by association, Hulu and ESPN because they're tied together because they're like a cheap package deal. And then um, HBO. Those are the only things that I subscribe to. Plus, unfortunately, fuck uh, Sling. I need my BBC News, BBC News and CNN. Yeah, so Hulu like gets BBC News. I am uh, gonna have to pay for Sling. I do we have- and sports. Well, I so I have Hulu for live TV, and and I f- I know that there's definitely sports packages for sure. I don't I don't I don't know half of what's offered there. Um, but I'm trying to think if there is BBC. No, they're not. I I checked. Um, I checked. I was. I was looking. Oh, into by that. the way, library, another library, BBC, mm. HBO Max has the BBC library, has oh, okay. Doctor Who and Sherlock and all the BBC shows, yeah, as well. That's what I mean. Back catalog. <laughs> I've been rewatching old episodes of David Tennant, uh, Doctor Who. Like. Uh, British relatives, and it's not that interesting. I, I mean, I'm, 